Welcome to the Building a Better You podcast, presented by the Garner Chamber of Commerce Young Professionals. I'm Nick Spindler with Community of Hope Ministries. And I'm Chris Morgan with EXP Realty. The goal of this podcast is to help young professionals develop and grow into successful business people in their community. In each episode, we will talk with local business leaders to provide strategies and tips to help our listeners. So let's dive right in. All right, welcome to episode one of Building a Better You. We've got in studio with us today, Dustin Williams, Woo-hoo! the vice president of the Garner Chamber of Commerce. How you doing? Doing good. Dustin. Glad to be in the closet with you two guys oh, right now. Boy. <laughs> we'll explain where we're at later. We are excited <laughs> to have you on. We're excited to get this kicked off. But the question we have for you that we have to start with is, it is no secret that you one day would like to be the mayor of Garner. Is that right? That's very true. That's a true statement. So what we are asking is that when you decide to make that decision and publicly announce, Mm -hmm. we want the rights to host and broadcast that announcement from this podcast. The whole shebang. That sounds really good. I think you should do that. I didn't know this would be a political forum, so I feel like everybody hit me with a a Gordon question, and I don't have my legal team here with me. I have my handler here with me. No, all we, but yes, just, you have permission to you have permission to do that. Awesome! All I right. love it. You so, heard it here, folks. So <laughs> that means go ahead and subscribe because when he decides to announce, and he will announce at some point, it might be this year. It could be ten years. I mean, he does have to move back to Garner before he yeah. can make it happen. But you know, yeah, I like to keep people on their toes. I'm hey. like, it could be five years. It could be twenty five years. <laughs> I mean, I really don't know. There's, but, there's, it know, could happen any moment. We got to move you back here first. Yeah, that's true. So I know maybe there's some two real estate agents in the room <laughs> right here. So uh, yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. I got to move back to Garner, but I'm trying to see if I get residents here at the chamber. Or I get mm-hmm. residents at the YMCA. One of those two should qualify for me to have Garner residents. So I'm seeing if I can apply for some kind of stipulation. Right well, now. we are in this wonderful walk-in closet. So. Yeah, yeah. This could be my. This could be my bedroom. Oh my gosh! Please do not hang clothes in this closet. Could get smelly in here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we yes. need to talk to Lindsay about that. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, she does. She does the she does the laundry. I do the yard work. That's kind of the deal. With oh, that's that a good balance. It that's is. a really good yeah. balance. And I do the dishes too. I don't do much cooking. She do does you really? Lot. Yeah, I do. Are you like a? Are you the type of dish person where you take the dishes, you'll clean them, and then put them in the dishwasher, or are you just the ones where if they are messy, they're going straight into the dishwasher yeah. and let the dishwasher do no, that? No, I'm really weird. I actually hand wash them all, and I just do it all by hand, even though we have a dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing that I do. I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah. At least you have a system. Yeah, there's a system. It's a little little weird system, but I got when, a system. I've got a, t- a hack for you that'll help you save some time in your life. Oh, boy. Put them in the dishwasher. I oh, know. Put them in the dishwasher. And uh, Lindsay, It feels good you... to manually do that dish, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got that clean. <laughs> a little white wipe, and then I'm good. Right, but Lindsay, if um, you're listening and you smell something funky in your closet, just know that Dustin hung up his dirty clothes and skipped the washing machine. Yes. So um, you'll just have to sniff out what shirt it is. But as long as the dishes that's the are smell clean. in your closet. I mean, that's a good compromise though. Clean dishes or dirty clothes in the closet. Mm. There's a lot of compromises <laughs> that get made at our house. We can that's that's another show we could do. All right. <laughs> There's a lot of give and take in that relationship. <laughs> oh boy. 
Well, we're off to a great start yes. here on episode one, yeah. if you're still listening. Um, now, Justin, you are the vice president of the Garner Chamber, so can you tell us a little bit about that, and what is your goal in that position? Yeah, so been doing this for about a year and a half already, which sounds crazy. Don't feel like it's been you know that long. So for me, like this taking this job and this role, like I've this looked at it as almost like from a participant seat, almost. So I was you know with the YMCA for over twenty years, and as a participant of the chamber, I try to do my job from that lens as much as I can. Because, um, again, a big part of this chamber is a successful chamber, is successful business environment we have here in Garner. So a lot of things that I do, I try to look at from what I remember being in the seat that many of our members are in, but also to the future of the new work world we're in, you know, post-COVID, during COVID, all that was just kind of affected a lot of different things. But to me right now, just focused on relationships and, and building those in the area and just seeing how those relationships can grow. Um, but yeah, just being part of the chamber is awesome because coming from the Y where I was helping people to this job, I'm still helping people. And so just being able to, you know, do those things and translate that into someone maybe being a successful business owner or helping their business grow is really fun and, um, really cool opportunity. So I love that. I, um, personally can say based on knowing you since oh man fun fact guys i actually at the y when dustin worked at the y he actually hired me so fun fun job for sure for was both it of dustin us. or was it me no it was de- well i did his interview i think you finished i think you finished, finished it all yes <laughs> yes so i was like i didn't yeah anyway that was such a long time ago but uh just from Starting at the YMCA and working with you, seeing how you have grown from then to now is just like absolutely tremendous of like, hey, this is Dustin. This is who he is. This is where he wants to keep going within his career. And I just absolutely love that about you. I appreciate uh, that, Chris. And seeing that side of you. But I can say for me, I'm a young professional. So you've been in my shoes, not career-wise, but as, you know, a 26-year-old guy. Right. Starting out in your career. With uh, the Young Professionals Group, was that something that you wanted to do when you start did this role at the Chamber? Well, that was one of the things you mentioned. COVID messed a lot of stuff up here. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that COVID did mess up because we had we had got mm-hmm. it going before, um, and then before COVID hit, and then COVID kind of wiped out the Young Professional Group. So when you got here, you were super passionate about getting that going. So yeah, why so, was that? Yeah, I'm, I'm a program guy. So as soon as I came into this job. I saw what we were doing in the past, what I wanted to do for the future. And so part of my job here is just to been, you know, this we and me and Matthew have kind of done this, this what throw things at the wall, see what works. And I knew young professionals can work, but you know, coming from a mindset that came from at the Y, like we always joke that everything's a program. So I wanted to make this a successful program. And I think it really started to your question, Chris. I think it really just started from I didn't know, I told this to other people, I didn't know what the Chamber of Commerce was until probably at least maybe 32, 33 years old, 41 mm-hmm. years old now. I didn't know what that meant, what it was. And I look back on those years prior to being 33, 32, or however it was when I started here at the Chamber and helping out of all the years I missed. And I want to give back and help folks that are younger than 33 or in this in this age group of that 21 to 39 bracket, which is the young professionals, opportunities to grow and 
you know, thrive. And so I was lucky, like the YMCA sent me to Chicago, California, Texas. I mean, you, you named the state, but I had the blessing and luxury of being part of one of the largest nonprofits in the country. Mm-hmm. And most people in Garner do not have that luxury where their business is going to send them to these conferences to get that leadership development. Um, a lot of times I, I wouldn't have known where to serve if I wasn't working in a nonprofit. So that's a big part of this. And then also, when you think about the networking side, I didn't really know how to network. I didn't know that was a thing until, like I said, until I really started doing this stuff and fundraising a lot more at my old job. So I think what's desperately needed right now is nothing like this is taught um, in college. And then when you get out of college, you just somehow have to think that they'll just magically learn that Mm -hmm. skill and you can't magically learn that. And so how can we at the chamber um, be a catalyst to that. So that's kind of what it started from. And yeah. we always keep you young at heart, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it helps me stay in this group, too, which is great. Well, it's funny you mentioned uh, not knowing about a chamber of commerce. My wife and I joke about all the time how funny it is. If you would have asked me 10 years ago, would you be part of a leadership team at a chamber of commerce? I would have been like, what, are, what yeah. are you even talking about? Exactly. You know? And now here I am helping one start a podcast. Um, so yeah. yeah, you know, I can absolutely resonate with that of just having no idea what it was or even the resources that were out there to help me grow my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what's needed. I and mean, that's what I'm so passionate about is that, you know, a chamber and our chamber here in Garner will be known as innovative and being with the times and things are changing. And, you know, we all listen to music and we all are getting information different ways. It's not the newspaper a- anymore. You know, it's a lot of it's just, you know, virtually and visually. And now through audio like this, like another way to hear what's going on in Garner. And that's probably the biggest thing I hear is I don't really know what's going on. And so, um, you know, this, this want to plug in the young professionals to Garner. That's just, that's key for me. And that happens and we're going to have even more successful chamber than we have now. So that's why I'm so passionate about that as well. So one thing, thinking of having a successful chamber um, that we've heard you talk about, you know, outside of here is trying to help bridge that gap Mm -hmm. between the young professionals and the seasoned professionals. I like that word, bridge the gap. Yes. So and seasoned. I like seasoned. Uh, (laughs) Bojangles seasoned. Yeah, that's good too. (laughs) So, what do you see as your role, or how would you like to? bridge that gap to, to bring the young professionals mm-hmm. and the seasoned professionals together so that they can uh, glean from one another. Yeah. I mean, we tried this lot, like a couple of things to that. I think last year we tried, we did our um, community service day. Uh, that wasn't last year. It was in the spring. So in mm-hmm. the spring doing a community service day and inviting all of our chamber members to that. And so that was a small turnout, but it's a, it's a great way. What I, and I say this a lot here at the chamber, like building culture, so you're not going to have 100, 200 people show up on the first community service day, but that's one of the first times ever that I can remember, so I don't want to speak, but I'm pretty sure it's probably the only time that the chamber of young professionals had a day like that where you're just you're not working mm-hmm. like in your job. You're yeah. actually helping the community. 
So that that was a great way for people to get out of their office and connect. Um, coming up next month, um, we're going to have, and this is brand new, by the way, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have a basically like, a, I call it trick-or-treat kind of type thing, try to make it funny with the YMCA, but everybody gets to talk about their trade and their job, and they get to go around and inviting board members and ambassadors mm-hmm. to that event. So I think there's ways that board members, ambassadors, or members can intersect with young professionals, and I think the more consistency and the more things we do in this group, it's just going to happen naturally. I don't even think I'm going to have to plan it. Uh, but there are ways that a young professional may not be part of a company that's in the chamber, and how can that company get to know what the chamber is through the young mm-hmm. professional? And they're the leader, so that person could go back to their job and be like, "Hey, I learned this at the chamber. We should join." Yeah, that would be a great conversation, and and that's you know one of the reasons we're doing this is to provide more exposure to that. But I think that I think I would love. That's my biggest goal right now is I would love to see you know one of the catalysts we did this past spring is that community service day really take off a life of its own because mm-hmm. we have over 600 businesses in the chamber right now there's just no reason that we can't just have a huge huge day like that mm-hmm. gotcha yeah. and it's been really cool um since the young professional group has got rebooted just to see just how much uh passion and enthusiasm there is and i know it's even though it's growing there's just such a close-knit group that is growing that is able to um, build one another up and and learn from each other so it's just really cool um, to be a part of that and know Mm -hmm. that whenever I come to these events you know it's going to help me professionally whether it's something I'm learning or even just something someone I'm networking with and Mm -hmm. meeting for the first time Um, you know I think it's been very helpful for me yeah I was like I definitely had um, this was actually a couple days ago I met with Sarah yeah, I was like, we just grabbed coffee right here at the Moose Coffee Shop, and that was the best coffee meeting I have ever had with someone. Because she, I, I take offense to that. I've had. A I know, few coffee I know, I know. There's you. some great coffee meetings out there, but the crazy part about it was, I didn't know what she does. She didn't know vice versa, and we were able to merge some ideas together, and it all happened because we were both a part of the young professionals group here in Garner. Yeah, had no idea. I was like, and it was just, it was just great of being able to, like you said, networking with so many different folks that come in a part of this group, uh, to be able to now go outside of this building, this mm-hmm. actual building that we're in, to do other things and get creative. And that makes it fun for me because those are intangibles I don't know about, and a lot of times in my job I don't really know <laughs> if what I what I'm doing is like making sense, you know. But I think mm-hmm. that's the best part about going to the first question you asked me about why I do the chamber. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully if whenever I leave one day to do this, do another job or whatever the job is, like it's a culture of like relationships have been built and there's trust that's been done and you really are not asking for someone to sponsor mm-hmm. or asking for someone to join the chamber or renew their, their membership. It just, it's already happening, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the goal, you know, so that's awesome. And Thanks. I think one thing as a, a young professional, it can be uh nerve wracking is, you know, we're talking about how to merge the young professionals with the seasoned Mm -hmm. professionals. And I think sometimes like as a young professional, that can just be scary. Like, Oh, I got to go to this event and network with these people that have been in the Garner community for For 20 to 30 longer years. Like that is just completely intimidating. Mm -hmm. And so in the young professional setting, it kind of gives people a chance to practice, learn, develop those skills and then take them and apply them in those new situations where it's not as big 
as scary because um, you know the seasoned professionals they're not big scary people you know, yes. you're not anybody <laughs> to be afraid of but like you can just get so in your head about it um, because you're you're the new kid on the block you're the young one um, yep definitely I think and and that's a lot of times like that's what's great about the young professionals group is like and even this job I'm doing right now everybody's a human being and I think it's just knowing when you're talking to someone they're just like us and the more the more ways that I can get opportunities for the young professionals to intersect, you know, I'm using that that travel word intersection, but it really is just it doesn't happen unless that person applies themselves. So how do I how do I figure out ways to make that apply the application so much easier? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not so obvious. I think sometimes I think, oh yeah, like you know Nick and Chris, you know this person, and and you don't, and so that's where the chamber should be you know, leading the way and hoping advocating for you guys to have that relationship. And then you take it from there. So mm-hmm. I love it. I always call the chamber like a resource. And that's my biggest thing there is for me in my business. I always say the same thing. Yeah. I don't care if you buy or sell real estate with me, but if you need someone else, I would love to provide yeah. that resource for you guys. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I, Chamberman, y'all got to get on it. Well, I'll be real. You hear all these people talking about, there's like all these networking groups out there. There's this one, the BNI or whatever it stands for, you know, all this, mm-hmm. the, all that. Um, you know, you pay your money, you go eat breakfast every week. And like, that's kind of cool. But like, to me, um, the chamber has been a huge uh, resource like that. And, you know, I don't have to be at a breakfast at eight o'clock every morning, you know, every week or, uh, you know, those kind of things. And there's mm-hmm. just, I mean, what you said, there's over 600 members or something like that. So it's just a huge network to be plugged into and have lots of resources. Yeah. Yep. What is your, um, with the young professionals group though, what is your goal? I really don't think about it from a number side. It's almost like the converse that what you just said about you just met with Sarah and you had this conversation that would have never happened without this group Mm -hmm. and so I'm not really too focused on that it's more of I think right now how to rescue you guys from your jobs I mean our events have gone down a little bit in size but people still love what's going on but they've gone down because a lot of times I hear like I don't have enough staff or I'm covering for this Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. and so that's really what I'm focused on is how to present this product that we have right now to the supervisors and folks that are making decisions for sometimes you guys to be in this group to see the value, to see the data, and to see like what's actually happening here. I think that's the thing I'm most focused on besides the numbers because I think that's just going to build itself. Mm-hmm. Um, is just over time it's going to sell yeah. from, yeah, I had a great connection or I had this coffee and it presented this. I think that's that's going to sell itself. Yeah. And yep. just, so, just so our viewers are listening, uh, Sarah is a, another young professional group member and she works for an insurance company. So just so in case y'all are like, who is Sarah? Well, <laughs> that's who Sarah is. Yep. So come to one of our young professionals group. You can meet her in person too. Yes. 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 So on building a better you, one of the things we plan on doing is we're going to have two questions that we ask, uh, every guest to kind of wrap things up. And so the first one that we want to ask is what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Yeah, so for for well, one plug would be definitely have a mentor. So if you don't have a mentor, and usually I tell people it needs to be someone that's not in your job, your actual job, or your yeah. own company, um, but to have someone to lean on to. But I think like I don't even know. I think I got this from a conference because I got lucky, like I said, to go to different stuff. But I remember hearing, um, and I'm pretty. I think this is why I'm so blunt with people and I'm so like honest and stuff. Is that I remember hearing someone say most of the conversations that you think the other person's ha- has. So if you were like mad at someone or you were wanting to approach someone, 
most of those things that are in their head, that's not going to happen in that conversation. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. never going to happen. And 90% 90, 90 of the time, they're not going to be angry or they're not going to say this specific thing to you. Um, and so I, just hearing that I need to stop worried about what others are thinking or how they respond and just present the honesty, I think is some of the best advice I've gotten because a lot of times I'll go into that and I'm like, that conversation really wasn't as hard as I thought or how I built it up to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that really goes into the networking we do in your life and just relationships is the more you avoid something, the worse it's going to be. And so sometimes it's hard to deliver that, but a lot of times what the other person how they th how you think they'll perceive it it's usually it doesn't go the same way that you may be thinking i'm does. so bad about that like i i will have conversations in my head like all like knowing i have to talk to somebody and like i'll have that conversation a million times i'll be like all right and this is what they're gonna say and then i'm like come back right with this or you know and and i'll play it out and like you said then i go have that conversation and i'm like man none of that th stuff i thought of in my head mm -hmm. actually played out mm -hmm. like it was Nothing like that. It was easy. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah, I think, like, you know, too, with that is, like, just being yourself. I think a lot of times, like, those conversations get so bad is because all of a sudden you're, you've got a script that you might have read prior, and then you're telling that person <laughs> that, and it's like it's not even a natural convo. Uh, but I think that's where a lot of times people miss out, and that's why this young professional group is so good is that I think people are missing out on opportunities to have fun because they're scared about what someone's going to think of them. Mm -hmm or they don't know who else is going to be there, mm -hmm. you know, and I think the more that you have those thoughts and conversations in your head about what you think this is or what that's going to be, I mean, you're really just doing a disservice to yourself. So I think this, you know, approaching everything with that side of like, okay, like I need to give this a try. And that's the only way you're going to grow your career is to, is to throw yourself out there and do things that you, you may not like, you know, and there's many things that I do, you know, every week that I don't like, but it's got to make yourself better. So, I love that. I love that. Uh, I'll ask the second question Go if that's it. okay. Um, the second question is, what is one thing you utilize every day to help better yourself? Yeah, so for, for that one, I mean, it's funny, like, well, I'll start with this first day. Like, one is, like, exercise. So, like, I left the Y. I don't have a gym here. You know, I had the luxury of having a gym outside my office for 20 years. And for me, like, just, just getting outside is a huge thing. That kind of started in the pandemic. Like, I never was a walker or a runner. And I really don't run, so I want to say I'm a runner. But I do try to, like, <laughs> I, I try to, like, run, like, a mile nonstop without, like, dying. And so I do that sometimes. But trying to, like, move and get myself active. And usually I do this at night just because me and my wife will rotate. And she does the morning. And I do the – I usually do the after bedtime walk. So, like, mm -hmm. 7 30, 8 o'clock, 8 to 9, something like that. And a lot of times, like, either I listen to a podcast or I listen to music or sometimes I just don't do anything but walk and just, like, get away from, like, social media that I have to do in my job every day to just everything in life, the news, everything. And so I do that, and then hobbies are huge. And so, like, I I joked about this. Like, I all of a sudden I've got this card hobby that I have now, and that really spurned from – like getting my mind off of my job and and also like my day-to-day -day of being a dad and a husband because that's those are all important jobs but at the same time you got to have a little bit of me time mm -hmm. uh, not you time like uh -huh. scotty has but a little bit of me time <laughs> and uh, my pastor actually talked about this yesterday but having me time is so important and it gets your mind right mm -hmm. and so yeah. like if i can focus on 
you know, having fun buying cards or trading cards or whatever the situation is. This is baseball cards, not uh, not uh, actual uh, Valentine's Day cards. cards. Yeah. I'm sorry, cards. <laughs> These are baseball cards, <laughs> and um, just having fun being like a kid. Like, I mean, that's what I did as a kid. I still play video games from time to time, but now this card hobby is taking over. But a lot of people don't know that about me. You play video games sometimes, yeah. Oh, he's he's huge into like the uh, NBA two X- Ks and all those, yeah. Really? Yeah. What system? Xbox, Xbox ah. Series X. <laughs> but I but I think that's what's fun, and that's why it's like I like to share with people. It's like I'm a human being, so like a lot of times at night, like I got to disconnect, and so you know, me and my wife will watch a Netflix show or we'll watch something together. But a lot of stuff doesn't like match up, and sometimes I just don't want to watch a show. I just want to like not think about something. Yeah. And video games or a hobby are really good. And this hobby that I have with the cards thing is really taken off to a side of like, I met some really cool people um, from this. And it's also like the business side of now with the chamber has crossed over into this hobby where it's like, I've got a little competitive with this and Mm -hmm. like, I've got an Instagram page that I keep growing and I do that every day. Um, but just to build it up as a thing of like, we don't have a card shop in Garner. So if anybody's listening, <laughs> we'd love to have a conversation with someone that would like to open a card shop in Garner because Chris and Nick, we actually had, I think four, at least three at one time in the eighties and nineties, there were four mm-hmm. card shops in a town of less than 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. And we have 35,000 people moving to 50. There's no way we don't have a card shop in Garner. So are you going to bring back pogs too? No, Pogs Pogs will not be brought back, but if someone like to bring those in, yes. But Pogs will not be Pogs will not be back. But I oh, do come remember. on, I want to buy some slammers from come you. Come on now. Hey, but if it sells, hey, you know, from the business side, anything that works. But yeah, the I think it's important just to share with everybody, like you gotta have you gotta have a way to disconnect. Work can't be life. I hear it all the time. You gotta grunt and you gotta put this work in. You see these people on you know, YouTube and Instagram and these motivational people, sometimes they get a little carried away with, you got to grind it and you got to do this every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do, but you also got to get away and step away and put the phone down and whatever and just get focused on yeah. yourself. Because if you don't better yourself, especially from a health side, if you don't look into your health, like it's going, it's not going to be around to do your job. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. you're also not going to be clearly thinking to have those critical conversations and other work that you do. So, but yeah, I got hobbies, so let me know. You can follow me at Old Man Style Cards on Instagram. It's <laughs> a little little plug there too. So there you go. Yes, well, I awesome. Love that. Thank you so much for uh, joining us on episode one. I know, right? Let's let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going. What I'm talking about. It's off a good start. So if yeah. you came out of the chamber, it's actually like it's like what time is it right now? It's four forty two right now. You came out of the chamber, the doors locked. We were in this closet <laughs> in the chamber Listen. recording the first podcast, but there's actually work being done yes, here. We so. are we are working. We're working <laughs> hard. Just don't try to find the closet. It's fine. Yeah. So y'all, if you're listening, definitely be part of Young Professionals. Uh, Feel free to reach out to me. Very accessible here at the chamber. That's one uh, perk we have here at this chamber is Mm -hmm. you ain't got to go through somebody to get to somebody to somebody. Like if you got to get up with me, you can find me or I'll find you. But um, yep, just here to be a resource and help. And then with Garner growing um, from the area. And so that's a big plug as far as why I did this job too, is I want Garner to continue to grow and, mm-hmm. and knowing the history, like I just said, like about having four card shops here and now there's zero, you know, there's yeah. gotta be someone out there that's like, yes, I want to open this card shop. How can you help me? And I've got many resources like we just talked about earlier in this podcast to give you and make it as easy as possible. We'll throw 
a link to the Young Professional Group in the episode notes, and we'll also throw your contact information in there as well. Um, but for all you guys listening, thank you so much for listening to Building a Better You. If you could, I hate to say this, but please go rate and review and subscribe to this. The only Definitely. reason I say that is because it helps with the algorithms and helps it get out to more people. So if you guys could do that, we would appreciate it. Five stars only. Uh, if it's one star, Call then you can use Dustin, Dustin email yep. and send him a note and tell us tell him, him how <laughs> bad we are. But if it's five stars, go ahead and put it up there. But thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll see you all in a couple <laughs> weeks. Yeah, so Boom. Just, yeah, there, you there he is. Check, check. Yep. Ooh, so, yeah, but I would say, yeah, stay. Like you probably want to try to be like. We got some vanilla ice about to happen. Or, might get hot in this room, though. It's going to get a little hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> might get a fan up here, a little fan blowing up top. That's crazy. It's only so, you, Nick. Say it again, Dustin. Pants and people. See? Yeah, apparently I'm, I'm the popper. Yeah. Pop. <laughs> <laughs>